it has been an incredible, an incredible couple of days. To, to say the least, I have absolutely no idea where to begin. Well, I do. I had to go to speech therapy today. Now get this, I had to have my fascia appointment yesterday. The sauna was having problems. I didn't get as heated as I needed to be, but I had so many releases. Uh, my tailbone, I'm telling you, if you are constipated, if you've ever had any problems in your life and they keep telling you it's IBS, it's this, it's that and the other, yeah, maybe it is. But have you ever just fallen so hard on your tush? Do you think you've done something? I'm not a doctor. I do not pretend to be one, but I do question. Could you have hurt something, pushed something so far up <laughs> that direction that somehow messed up and manifested to the point that you just can't poop? And and I'm not I'm not sitting there thinking I just I just thought of something and I can't say that because my uncle's passed and that would be rude but we joked about when he was alive and I can't do it because he's not alive but it was something uh, miraculous that he had done to his body there are certain things that you can have replaced inside your body that I didn't know were doable but I found out thank you Uncle R so I believe that. The fascia that has been wrapped around my coccyx, my SI area, my sacrum, that whole area that's been pulling at my hips and that nasty hip pain that I have been chasing for the past three years was my tailbone. I can't push. I can't really make myself push, but I'm starting to go. And the toxins and all that are coming out that I was told a year and a half ago were going to be so bad, well, now it's happening. They just didn't realize how complex my case was. And so I am now getting things that I think people that, if their fascia wasn't, I mean, my coccyx is just, it, the fascia around is just rock hard. What was in my jaw was just rock hard. I'm still trying to get used to the room in my mouth from the scar tissue that was that was released on my jaw. It's just incredible to me. It's changed the way I'm eating. It's changed the way I'm swallowing. It's changing everything. It's changing my attitude. It's making me feel pretty darn groovy. And I can poop to boot. And get this, the interview with John Rodas, I hope you enjoyed it. I was, I, I felt like such a little fangirl because I was like, when he mentioned, uh, you know, the song and I just knew it was Kiki D's. I've got the music in me. You know, I get up, I get down, you know, I'll, I just like, that's it. That's it. That's it. I was so excited. And I was so honored to have John Rodas on the program. It's, it's been an interview that I've been eagerly awaiting. And, uh, just a fine gentleman and to same taste in music, but see, he gets it. He gets it. And I appreciate that. I'm trying to readjust in my seat a little beat, beat, beat. I'm trying to sit, readjust in my sit, my seat. One for the trouble, two for the time. Come on, girl. Let's do, do. Okay. Do it time. All right. I got to get my, I'm going to my groove thing. I've got five let's say fab five freddy okay debbie harry everybody's in my head right now all right everybody out everybody out everybody out all the music i got the music in me let it out let it out let it out let it out shake it out Ooh. all right there we go Ooh. find yourself okay <laughs> which self should i find but the self that's with you now me christy lynn hanchy me 
my trigger, I guess you could say, or my, oh no, she's going down moment, or it's time for her to stop moment is when my voice starts to go. I have been unable to talk for the past couple of days, completely lost my voice, unable to say my son's name. Uh, that right there is like, that's it for me. When I can't say my son's name, everything stops and I have to reevaluate. The only physical therapy that I was dedicated to was speech therapy because I couldn't talk. I had to have my voice. Well, I just left the multi-talented, wonderful speech therapist, vocal therapist extraordinaire, Lisa Edwards. Absolutely love her. Been working with her now for three years. I, uh, I emailed her. I said, I need help. I need, I, need a, I need a refresher. I need help. Please. I can't get my voice. I was able to make it through the interview with John Rodas. I loved it. He was like, we'll pull it together, Christy. And we did. And he wasn't having his best of days. I, I don't think that's wrong for me to say uh, because he, he told me, he, he, but he was willing to, to, to do it. And he wanted to come on for the listeners because he really wanted to help. And I think that's so oh, just wonderful. I'm so grateful for him. And he didn't, you know, don't hurt yourself trying to push through, but he was able to give us an hour of his time. And I'm, I'm very grateful for that. And uh, <laughs> after that, I was done. And uh, I was fortunate enough to be able to get in with Lisa today. And we went in and I just bawled like a baby. And she gave me something to read. And there was the microphone. And I could, I, I, as soon as I got through the first sentence, I went, I'm not breathing. I get it. I know I'm not breathing. She goes, Christy, you acknowledge it better now. You understand it now. I know now that my voice is just completely going, but I now know that that is my inner jinga. okay? That is the straw that I need to unkink. For some people, they'll notice it's their posture, it's this. For me, it's, it's my vocal cords. That's where I tend to go down first. I'm not collapsing anymore. Why? Because I got rid of the fascial adhesions that were pulling me down. What we think is happening is that because now you can see my ribs. My, my husband is a little concerned because I'm barely 130 pounds now. And uh, you can see my ribs. Even at my skinny, well, you've never really been able to see my ribs because they were covered in fascia. But I just looked, you know, I thought you could bounce a quarter off my stomach. Rock hard. No, it was fascia hard. My tailbone is rock hard. It should not be. My jawbone should not have been, well, my bone should be hard, but, but not around it. It should have mobility. Mine was just rock hard, just like my nose, just like my bosoms. Your fascia is not supposed to be hard. When you pick up a cup and you see your elbow is bending the wrong way, when you take a picture and you go back and look at it and go, ooh, look at my ankles, Look at my knees. Oh, I've always been this way. You see it, right? Well, one of my very first made it in radio moments was when Larry Bonko. Oh, Larry, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for recognizing me and putting me in your column. Because that was like, you know, 
uh, had a hopper back in the day for me. You're like, wow, I made it, you know? So for me to make it into Larry Bonko's column, that was like had a hopper had come to my home, you know? <laughs> so you can't see your voice not being held up correctly. But you can see that you're not holding yourself up correctly. You can see that you're not holding that cup up correctly. But you don't see the quirky straw that's inside that's trying, but that's your larynx, your 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 throat, your thoracic, all that stuff trying to to hold your neck and your body up, your vocal cords, the flaps and everything so everything can work properly. If you're scrunched down, the vocal flaps don't move properly. If your neck's too far forward, nothing's working properly. If you're not speaking from the right part of your mouth, you start using the wrong breath. You start using the wrong muscles. Well, I know a lot about what goes on with my voice because that's all I did for a living. So I understand that so much more than I understood my body collapsing and things of that nature. As I told you, I just started feeling my first subluxations because I didn't know what they were. And when my son came up to me the other day, I went, oh, that's exactly what you're having. Your ribs popped and we, you know, we're trying to help him. I just thought it was a part of life. Nobody told me any differently. I didn't know. I didn't talk about it. But when my voice was taken away from me and I was able to figure out how, because of this illness, I now understand my body a little bit better. But you don't see the wonkiness that goes on to get your voice out of your mouth. And you see, that's what I am having to, to learn and work with is that my voice starts getting out of whack. You see, it, I really do believe, here, let me get out of the way. Here you go, Emma. I'm sorry. There you go, gorgeous. I was letting her sit with me, and now she wants to get in her little area. I'll let her go, and I'll stay on the heating pad. You see, my diaphragm was strangled by my fascia, my vocal cords, just everything. Strangled by my fascia. And now that all of that fascia has been released, I joke about it. I'm like, yeah, I was being held together by my fascia, which I was. But now that it's been released, all my muscles and stuff are now trying to work properly. And it's, it's kind of difficult. And I'm having to make sure that my neck stays in place. Well, in the interim, while working on all of this, I lost track of my voice and now I can tell like right now I've got to reposition my neck a little bit sit up a little bit taller and kind of unkink the straw is what I have to do you know those little straws that you would suck it up and and it would go around in these little circles and it would finally come up well I need to get rid of those little looped loops and I need to put my Jenga pieces back in and make my inside strong so I can have my voice. This is the strongest my voice has felt in months. I feel like I've got my breath back. I feel revived. I feel like 
I don't feel as lost as I was. You can't see. What's happening inside. But you can see that wonky elbow. You can see that ankle. You can see that knee. It took me pretty much going back to where I was in 2021 a couple of days ago. I was down that low. (laughs) I really was. Uh, And that's when I first lost my voice and everything. And I'm just looking at this as a pattern that every time I've been going back and working on each adhesion release, I have been releasing each trauma that has occurred. Every traumatic experience that has occurred in my body is coming out little by little. And getting back to Larry Bonko, when he wrote that I had an incredible horsey, not horsey, (laughs) but uh, maybe it was. I don't know. Maybe that's what he's into. I don't know. But but, uh, when he was talking about the raspiness of my voice and this, that, and the other, something that got me a lot of gigs was the precursor for my illness. I didn't know that, but I'm discovering that now. And now that I'm rewinding, remember we did that the other day, now that I'm rewinding and because I got so bad the other day, I feel like I'm getting close to the finish line to where I can start managing this illness and getting my life back. It has been three of the longest years of my life. And that's been since the diagnosis. We're not including the 15 years where I I was in and out of bed, medical procedure after medical procedure. We're talking, I have spent three long, hard years, as many of you have, Trying to literally get my voice back. And today, I feel the strongest I have felt in years. And I am so grateful. My stomach is making noises. I'm trying to eat. No, I'm not 100%. I'm going to probably take a shower and sit down. I've got to do paperwork. I've got a lot of things I need to do. We all have a lot of things we need to do. But I was able to go and get the therapy that I needed. And for me, that's speech therapy. I can't do physical, physical therapy. Not at the moment, anyway. Uh, my body just doesn't. It's, it's exercise intolerant. I just, I can't do anything at the moment. I have to be very careful how I bend because if I can move the wrong way, and it gets me sent to the hospital because they think I'm having a stroke. Yeah, I'm going to take my movements or lack of being able to move very seriously. But having my voice 
being taken away from me again. Over the past couple of days, I just, I couldn't sit back. I couldn't let this happen. Not again. I had so much adhesed fascia in my body that my body is now trying to come back to life. Now, when a regular person goes, and we're, we're all regular, normal people. We're just eccentric. We're really cool, unique people. That's it. With HED, we're just unique. When a, when a person that doesn't have our health issues goes to a speech therapist, it's usually you're holding your breath. You've got to relax your neck. You've got to relax your neck. Well, we literally don't want to relax our neck because we're doing all we can to keep our, our head above our shoulders. We're doing all we can to hold our heads up. That's where we are. So how can I think to talk as well? There's just too many factors, too much thinking going on for this chicky. I just can't do it all. <laughs> it's like I'm going to forget the simple things. Doorknob turn which way? I, I mean, in, push, out, what? I, I'll forget the simple things. And we don't want to do that because sometimes the simplest of things bring us the greatest of pleasures. Because I just came back fresh and renewed from speech therapy, all I needed was just a little a little tweaking. I needed a little, you've got this, readjust, take in a breath, remember to breathe, you're in control. Now it's time to fight the rest of this illness, and I hope you'll join me. Christy Lynn Hanshee, AWOL Zebra. Have a lovely day.